Welcome to the Walking in Purpose podcast, where we teach you how to discover your God-ordained purpose for your life and relationships. And I'm your host, Charles Wonsism. Now, let's get after it. Hello, fam. It's good to be here again. We appreciate you for all the love and support from people like you. And we are praying for you. You guys are the reason we do this every week and we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. So today's topic is an interesting one because it will help you better understand why God allowed some things to happen in your life. After this message, you will have a better understanding about the role of trials in your life. You will come to appreciate the fact that what you had to go through back then was all a part of God's plan to make you a better person today. Our today's message is titled, The Fires of Our Trials. So please listen and be blessed. We've had times when fire had caused injury to us, especially when we play with it. Fire can be a good servant and also a wicked master. Fire can be very nice when cooking your favorite food. And at the same time, not so nice when it causes very uncomfortable heat. We cannot do without fire. And God made it that way. Without fire, there will be no industries which rely on fire and its application of heat to bend metals today. Without fire, there will be no cars, ships, technology, and in fact, there will be no life as we have it today. One of the earliest references to fire in human history was when man first discovered the usefulness of fire, especially when he needed it for heat and warmth. The early man needed fire for cooking, but more importantly, he needed fire for protection from wild animals. They needed fire to form weapons like blades for hunting. Even the very sun itself, in all of its glory, it's a big ball of fire. And without it, this world will be boiling cold. Now, imagine a world without the sun. Imagine this world without its heat and warmth. That would be terrible. We all know the saying, don't play with fire. Well, I have news for you. I know someone who plays with fire. I know someone who plays with fire very well, and that is God himself. You see, God plays with fire. God plays with fire on our behalf because he knows that the fires of our trials is what helps in building character. It's what helps in molding you into the person he wants you to become. You see, many times God is walking behind the scenes in the many uncomfortable things you go through. So yes, I believe God is the unseen hand through the many trials we all go through in a bid to shape us and to mold us into what he has called us to be. Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 29, It says, our God is a consuming fire. You play with fire, it hurts you. Why don't you allow the expert, who is God himself, to make use of that fire, to make you and mold you? You know why fire cannot hurt God? The answer is very simple. It is because God himself is fire. Bible says he's a consuming fire. 
So let fire play with fire and there will be no issues whatsoever. This is a confidence we have when we allow God have his way in our lives and in whatever trials and situations we are going through. You cannot handle that fire of problems. You cannot handle that fire of trials yourself. You only end up getting hurt. Allow God to use that trial to make you into what he intends for you and your life. In episode 22, I referenced the potter and the art of pottery. We showed how God, who is the potter, handles the clay, which is me and you, in forming and molding character. So let us go back to Jeremiah chapter 18, verse 2. It says, Arise and go down to the potter's house, and there I will cause you to hear my words. Then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he was walking on the wheels, and the vessel he was making was marred in the hand of the potter. So he made it again into another vessel, as it seemed good to him. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, O house of Israel, can I not do with you as this potter? Said the Lord, Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand, O house of Israel. That is a word for me and you. In our, pre in our previous episode, we discussed a great deal about the scripture we just read. And if you missed it, please go back and take a listen on episode 22. Because today we are focusing on the fire as a major part of the molding process. You see, the heating process of making a vessel is very uncomfortable. I can imagine the vessel screaming at 700, 700 degrees Celsius you know, and shouting for help. But why does the potter pass these newly formed clay vessels through fire? The answer is very simple. A newly formed clay vessel cannot be used. A small touch by anybody will mar the newly formed work. So the potter, who is God, passes it through high heat and temperature to make it solidify and hardened so that the vessel can be used. The process of fire is to make it set, S-E-T, set. So, he does not have to go through the rigorous process of making again. The potter's work is set after the process of fire. Because the Bible makes it clear in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 7, it says, These trials will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So, when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. So, yes, my dear brothers and sisters, the fires of trials are a part of our process of molding. No vessel passes the quality assurance test of going through the fire of trial until the potter is satisfied that the molding process is done. 
after the potter is satisfied with the molding process and passes the vessel through fire at the right temperature, he is then confident to display his wares to the public. The confidence of the potter in his process of making these vessels gives an assurance that the vessel will not fail. Oh, I long for when God can boast about us like he boasted about Job. Can God be confident that the work he did in you can withstand the greatest of stress? Can God beat his chest and boast to the devil about your vessel not cracking at the small application of some small tests and trials that may come your way? This is exactly the case of a man in the Bible called Job. God was so confident about this man that he boasted to the devil. Let us read in Job chapter chapter 1 from verse 6 to 12. It says, One day the heavenly beings came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came among them. The Lord said to Satan, Where have you come from? And Satan answered the Lord. Satan said, From going to and fro on the earth, and from walking up and down on it. The Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? There is no one like him on earth, a blameless and upright man who fears God and turns away from evil. Then Satan answered the Lord, Does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not put a fence around him and his house and all that he has on every side? You have blessed the works of his hand, and his possessions have increased in the land. But stretch out your hand now and touch all that he has, and Job will curse you to your face. The Lord said to Satan, Very well, all that he has is in your power. Only do not stretch out your hand against him. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. That is a profound scripture. Can God make this boast about your character to the devil? Can God make a bet to the devil, vouching for you? God knew Job because he made him. God knew what he had deposited in Job because Job was the only one at the time who completed his school of process. Job was not the one to complain at the application of heat and stress in the molding of the man Job. Job was a faithful vessel who withstood the heat of trials in his life and God used that fire to make him a red vessel. Job was the one, was the only vessel at the time who had passed all the quality assurance tests and here was the potter, that is God, presenting his ware before all the heavenly beings for consideration. And of course, God won the bet. Light overcame darkness. And Job withstood the trials the devil threw at him, the loss of his children, property, livestock, and his own health. And in the midst of these things, Job stood strong. And in the end, God blessed Job with more than he had previously. Isn't our God good? The issues you had to go through in your life are God's plan for you. And you know why? Because the potter knows better. 
He knows that the fires of trials is not to kill you. No, you will not die in the midst of process. Just like the potter in his pottery business, the fire is meant to shape in you, give you rigidity and stamina so that you can become a usable vessel in his hands. So when you are tempted to complain about how your life is going, remember the place of fire in your life. Remember the place of trials in your life. It is not meant to kill you, but to help you become what the potter, that is God, intends for you to be. But unfortunately, some people do not have the tolerance to endure in these hard times. There are those who have hurriedly run out of the process of making because they could not stand the trials of fire. That is why God in his house says there are many vessels, vessels of honor, vessels unto dishonor, vessels used for special occasions and vessels used for not so special common occasions. And I'll confirm that. Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 20, it says, A large house contains not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay. Some indeed are for honorable use, but others are for common use. So what use are you for? Now praise God. The vessels used for noble things are those who endured the process of making and came out ready and usable vessels, while the other vessels, that is those who hurriedly ran out of the place of making, are only used for common things. Let us think about this for a sec. Why were some vessels kept for special occasion? and the others for common use. And I'll tell you why. Nobody wants to showcase a defective vessel to very important personalities. Let me ask you, if President Obama was to visit your home, would you not want to offer the best of your homewares for his dinner at your home? We need to now ask ourselves this question. What kind of vessel am I? Your place in this world, community, and relationships can give you a clear picture of who you are. Are you a vessel for important things? Or are you a vessel for the common and not so important things? God places so much value on you, and that is why he is calling broken vessels home. You could not stand that little test of trial and you ran off from the place of making. Something happened in your life and you abandoned God who is the potter. But he is sending me now to let you know that he never left you. But God wants you home so that he can finish the work he started in you. So please come home. Men have used you because they feel you are only good for cheap sex. You are into drugs and alcoholism because you feel your vessel is only good for the base and common things. But God 
wants you to know that you can be a vessel for more honorable things than the common and base things of this life. If you are listening, I am begging you, please allow God complete the work He started in your life so that you can be used for more honorable things. Because God wants the best for you. Remember, Jesus came for the broken vessels. He didn't come for the perfect ones. I am not perfect. He came for me too. He came so that we all, we go into the workshop of the potter together. Who is waiting to receive all of us? All of these broken vessels, ready to be broken down and to be remolded again and to endure the fire of trials so that we can be who God wants us to be. If you feel the conviction of God in your heart, please join me to say this prayer. Heavenly Father, I come before you today and I acknowledge that I need you in my life. I am sorry for all the times I complained when I did not know you were there, working it all out for my good. Now I see more clearly and I thank you for being there. Please God, come and finish the work you started in me before now. I pray for the strength to endure the process of making. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you. And I'm sure this message has blessed you as much as it has blessed me. Please like subscribe, share, and leave a comment to let me know how you've been blessed by this message. Or if you'd like to email us, you can do so by writing us at info at walkinginpurpose.ca. Also, don't forget to follow our Instagram page, which is at walkinginpurposepodcast, and also share with as many as the Holy Spirit leads you to share with. God bless you, and I'll see you next week.